You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 54. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's cracking like in podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 54. Cinquenta y cuatro. We crack back a lacking into a new year. Bam. 2021. Man. Ooh, yeah. 2021. Man. Rolling I'm, in hot. I'm feeling like it's going to be a good year this year. Yeah, I like that one out there instead of the zero. That's a nice little addition. It'll be nice when I date my papers now. I'll have to put the 20. Wait, you're, 20. you're dating now? The papers, bro. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Documents, man. Oh, documents. We uh, are going to come to you today with calling this 2021 Goals and Resolutions. We did do one of our first ever episodes um, back in the gap last year on Goals and Resolutions, and we thought it would be a good topic to bring about kind of on a yearly basis because we are in the, the I guess you would say, sphere of self self-improvement. So we thought it would be cool, and I think we'll try to break down a little bit what a resolution is, different to maybe a goal and a resolution, some tips, and some of our goals and resolutions for the new year. And I just want to first start off by saying, John, you're welcome for this outline you got today, buddy. Yeah, you know, as usual. It was used. It's printed out. I, I did print it out. You know, I had gone to dinner with my wife, had a couple glasses of wine. I was trying to go to sleep, relaxing, and sure enough, I um wrist starts vibrating i'm like oh my god what's going on probably somebody's dying yeah he was wondering and sure enough sure, yeah <laughs> i've got to be on high alert what do i see it's the outline so i sent back uh an encouraging comment to hot dog yeah encouraging all right <laughs> saying come on man let's get this together you don't want the talent to strike well i knew 2021 was coming and i was like what can i do to make this a better year um, and that is to get John those outlines so I can let him really come to his peak performance. CC, he doesn't need all that. John, he doesn't. Right. He needs them. I need all the assistance I can get. Yeah, crazy. Um, CC comes in hot like it's it's just on time. He's every, a natural man. Every time. He yeah, is. We're That's we're true. crafting you to be uh, CC. No, I don't know about all that, guys. <laughs> Me either. I don't know if I can turn into CC. I don't know if that's my role. Funny. <laughs> it's not possible. Not crazy. <laughs> okay. Before we get cracking in, Johnny thought it would be a good way to start 2021 with one of his would you rather since he so fondly takes to these. What you got, buddy? Well, I didn't have one, so I guess I'll just come up with one off the top of my head. It's um, on the outline, man. Well, yeah, it says, would you rather John? But that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I had some other things going on this morning. I didn't get a chance to make notes or do any of that kind of stuff, so. He got woken up, so you had to sleep in a little bit. Yeah. Come on, Greg. Why are you having <laughs> to need you 2021? Disrupted my sleep and all that. So. Okay, let's go. I'm just going to throw Sorry. something out there. And I want hot dog answer first. Are you ready? Born, bro. 
Would you rather have to say what I'm thinking or pull my finger? What the hell? <laughs> Excuse me, what the heck? <laughs> Who am I saying what you're thinking to? Anybody, whoever's around you. So he thinks it and it comes out your mouth. How often am I doing this for? I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to go with say what you're thinking. I know that's kind of surprising. That would be exciting. I want to just be up in your head because it's got to be freaking (laughs) insane in there at times. And so I've often wondered that. So I think this would be my opportunity. I would would just put, this is John's thoughts in front of anything I said, disclaimer. But I would do it. It would be weird for me just running in somewhere and be like, hey, waiter. Like, that'd be kind of (laughs) weird. It's really fun. I mean, you see the amount of joy and excitement that it brings. I feel like you could do that. You I can definitely I, pull it off. I CC mean, for sure. As far as I've come getting out of my shell, I think this I would just take me a whole nother step right It's like a little peanut. We're slowly cracking. <laughs> <laughs> like a little baby bird. I don't know. I said oh, 2021 man. is not changing from 2020. CC, what you think, man? This is interesting. Now, yeah, if I was you, I would go with that, Matt, because you guys, <laughs> I mean, that would just be awesome. And you know, and I, I, for me and Steve, that'd be fine too. I wouldn't mind. But since we, I, I could see us like in a group. And you saying what's on his mind, and if I would pull his finger, that would just add to the entire <laughs> comic relief. The dynamic would, the dynamic be, would be unreal. I think we would get a lot of views if he had a YouTube uh, of that. So just to kind of mix it up, I'm going to pull his finger while you say what's on his mind. <laughs> well, I appreciate you, uh, you pulling through for me, CC, and give me the old finger pull. That, that, that's good. I didn't expect either one of y'all to do it. But <laughs> Anyway, I guess I would probably have to say what I'm thinking, and I could pull my own finger. Um, Which one would I choose? Probably say what I think. I think that comes across. uh, I feel like you do that for the most part. I feel like that happens um, a large part of my life. Sometimes I do try to restrain myself, but there are times and places for that. Most of the time that I'm around you two guys, that's not um, required. definitely times you need to put the restraint on. But this kind of goes along the same lines as I had... um, a listener uh, suggest he said, oh, you know, me and my girlfriend, what we like to do is, you know, we're just hanging out and we start playing a game. You just, you know, in the middle of a conversation, what's going on, you just point to whoever and you say, what are you thinking? And whatever you're thinking, you just say. I love that game. I feel like I play that with people all the time. I like, I'm not saying that game, but I like to just ask people, hey, what you thinking? All the time, because it's not possible to not be thinking something. Even if you're, I feel like even if you're kind of like spaced out, just doing whatever, off in La La Land, like you're still thinking something. Yeah, me and April do that sometimes. She'll be staring off in the abyss. I'm like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like I did it this past weekend. She was looking on the window. She was like, I'm wondering if the limbs are going to grow, how long it'll take those limbs to grow back on that tree. You know, she, I thought she was in some deep philosophical thought. She was looking at the trees. I gave her props for that because I like to look at trees. Runs in yeah, the household. I, I know, man. <laughs> anyway, I thought I was kind of laughed at that. Well, anyway, he was like, oh, that'd be great. Y'all should do like a what are you thinking segment. Just stop in the middle and spit it out. I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll pitch it and we'll see what, ah, what the guy says. Impromptu. Why don't what you, you try to take on me and Craig today? We'll tell you. Just throw it out and ask you what you're thinking? Yeah, randomly in okay. the segment. We'll play along with our listener. <laughs> okay. So I was thinking about the topic when we decided we were coming around to doing this. And it dawned on me, I do think there's a difference in a resolution and a goal. So I looked it up. Felt like a pool man or CC. <laughs> in a resolution, many definitions, but the first one that stood out, a firm decision to do or not do something. And a goal 
the object of a person's ambition or effort and aim or desired result. So then I took that a step further and I thought, you got to have, I feel like you need to have a goal before you can make a resolution. The, the goal meaning to, you know, an object of the person's ambition, like what do I want to do or not do? And then you got to try to make it a resolution. So what do y'all think about that general thought process? No, I would agree. I mean, you definitely have to set a goal and, um, you know, goals take time, effort. It's uh, something that you're trying to work towards in the future, uh, something that you need to plan for and have action steps, uh, correction steps if needed. And then, you know, just like you said, um, I guess you read the definition so that you couldn't be too far off on that. But the resolution is, you know, that commitment to, you know, doing what you need to do to achieve whatever that goal is that you set. You know, you mentioned the object of a person's ambition you know, there's something in someone's heart, like they want something. And and why do they want it? You know, did they experience pain or, and they want to improve something that's painful in their life? Like, what is their reason? So it kind of goes to why. Mm-hmm. And I think if you, we mentioned this in previous podcasts, if your goal has a strong enough why, I think it strengthens your resolution because you're kind of making that firm decision like, okay, I want to achieve this, but I'm going to achieve this two different things because we could think about what we kind of want, but you know, what's really going to drive you to get to those goals. You got to have a strong enough. Why I think. Yes. You see, I think that speaks to the old, the part of the definition for resolution, a firm decision. You know, you got to be committed to it, make it a firm decision. So I think that toggles into how do we come up with that decision? You know, some techniques to maybe, I think one of the first things personally pray about it and spend some time, I think a lot of us come into the new year like, oh, I just want to do these, and you jot them down. But maybe jot them down, but then come back to them several times before you try to make the commitment to do them. Yeah, and it's also important to, you know, look at what the long-term goal is and then to, you know, throw on the additional um, things to further motivate you to do it. You know, like we talked about in previous podcasts, you know, is this something that I should do or is this something that I must do? Mm-hmm. Um and um, if it's something that you must do that should give you a little bit more motivation in order to carry through rather than something of, oh, well, you know, I really should do this. This would be better, um, you know, to benefit me in some way. But if it's something that you see that much more value um, that you change it from a should to a must kind of situation, you know, for me, there's a huge difference in the motivation there. That's true. Like, oh, boy, Tony says, you can Tony. Sh- don't, no. sh- don't, shoot, don't shoot all one came out hot here. <laughs> Don't shit all over yourself, right? (laughs) So we could do that all day. And I think, you know, I think so many of us kind of get in this rut. You know, it's like we're so reactionary to life. We just live in this world and we just kind of respond to all these external things that happen to us. And I think that we feel like we lose control and we have no sense of direction and it creates anxiety and depression. And then we, we, we suffer, 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 suffer all year. We reach December and it's like we feel like we have permission at this point to do something new to change that. And so I, I always kind of reflect on the fact like, wow, I do set goals and, and new things for the first of the year, but you know, I can make a resolution first week of December or the first week of July as easy as I could in January. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of my goals and resolutions is to be more um, intentional about not setting rules or limits on when I can give myself permission to do stuff. Yeah. To, to take those those leaps of faith. I think we sometimes use it as a crutch. I'll wait till the first of the year to start that, you know, or I'll do whatnot and I'll be good come Jan 1. And I think that's one of the questions I had. What do y'all think? Why do, 
I think a lot of people come the first of the year do set these goals. Why do you think they're, I would say, rarely or not often followed through when you get all the way, even, you know, like to July or something, and then that's a foregone thought. It could be, you know, an exercise program, sleeping better, eating better. There's a lot of, you know, the low-hanging fruit. You see the commercials all over the TV. Why do you think that they're not actually followed through with? Well, you know, most people do break their uh, New Year's resolutions pretty quickly, even before you get out of January. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is, um, you know, start off is the preparation that's involved. So if you don't mindfully consider, um, you know, what are what are things that, uh, you know, you should do? What are things that are necessary to improve your life? Preferably consider them like you talked about. I think you're putting yourself in a, a tough spot to begin with. You know, a lot of people just go down, they're like, oh, well, I want to do this for 2021, and they'll just write down a few things. Right. And don't, they don't really consider it how it's going to affect their, their daily life or their week or their month. And then um, once you get into practice and start trying to implement those things, that uh, becomes a lot more difficult. So I think setting reasonable expectations, reasonable goals after you consider them is one of the big components that calls a lot of people to fall flat. Yeah, I think Steve's right on Re reasonable ex expectations and, and reasonable realistic goals. I think we always try to put the mountain before us, like I'm mm -hmm. going to lose the 50 pounds, I'm going to make all the money, and you know, two weeks in, they haven't done that, and they're like, well, you know, just kind of lose hope and lose motivation, um, forgetting that it's a journey, you know, and if you really go back to why you want something and you can plan and prepare, uh, then you can set small steps like we've talked about. Like if you got this huge staircase or mountain, you know, the goal isn't, yeah, the goal is to get to the top of the mountain, but reward yourself for the taking the one step, you know, mm -hmm. hopping over that one rock and moving forward. Uh, there's something we talked about in the past that, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying or uh, progress equals happiness. I think if you're moving towards a worthwhile goal, you can be in that state of happiness. So don't tell yourself, well, I'm only going to be happy when I reach it. Be happy during the journey, knowing that you're moving forward. You're not just sitting still. Yeah, and I think um, one of the tactics that I like to think of is live, like, win the moment. Win the whatever that is that you're doing at that moment to move forward. And it's funny you were alluding to some of those previous things, CC, because I was thinking about some of our early episodes when you were talking, like, one step on top of each another, one brick on top of another. I think you have to do that. And I think, John, you make a good point, too, with you can you need to set some reasonable expectations because personally, I like I would look at it and say, man, there's a lot of things I want to do. This is great opportunity. And you could write down eight or nine things, but you spread yourself too thin. You can't get really good at accomplishing one of those th one of those particular things you want to change or better or accomplish during the year. It's true. I've actually felt like, you know, like you said, eight or nine things on the list and mm -hmm. you sit there and you kind of just spend the first 20 minutes looking at them all going, all right, this is a lot of cool stuff and I'm going to hit one of these. And then 30 minutes goes by, you pick one and that one thing has 10 subcategories right. and you're like, okay. And you don't almost feel like you waste your time doing step one of step 10, you know, like multiple layers, knowing that you got to take that step before you can go to the next one and rewarding yourself. Like you said, Matt, give yourself little wins. Like, Hey, I did that. Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's the hardest part, I think, is just giving yourself permission to take baby steps and reward yourself for those baby steps as long as you're moving towards your goal. Absolutely, and I do think the, the foundation is key, spending the time to figure out what you're going to do so you can truly commit to it because if you don't, I think that that does breed to a lackluster effort and or potential of getting accomplished. Yeah, it's also important to, to look at how you're going to get where you want to go. Um, a lot of people 
people will just throw out what they want to do and they don't have, you know, the underlying components of the action steps or the little things that you need to do in order to achieve that. So if it's something that you are not familiar with goal setting, there's a lot of different books or easily uh, accessible information mm -hmm. on the internet where you can look up goal setting and achieving them. Um, but it's, it's good to give yourself a little victories along the way and not just say, okay, well, I want to get from A to B and you have to go through that for six months before you get the gratification. So the smaller incremental steps that you can get a little gratification on the way are very um, helpful psychologically in order to continue to motivate you in that direction. Yeah. And toggling along with that, you do need to, to pick yourself up, give yourself, hey, I'm doing, making some progress, but have some people who, like my good buddies over here, who are aware of the goals you're trying to set, who can be supportive to you along the way, who, you know, can see the progress you're making, because it always does help. The good old human spirit, like I like to allude to, having that support from someone else, I think can go a long way. Along with, um, you gotta believe in yourself. That's mm -hmm. something that I, I thought a lot about. Wanting to do something, and committing to it, you got to believe in it and you got to believe in yourself that, hey, you can do this and, and be able to see yourself doing it, visualize yourself doing it and things like that. I believe I can fly like that. <laughs> yeah, man. I want to <laughs> get the singing in early on in uh, 2021. I like it, man. Let's bring more of that to the table. That's yeah. it. Oh, that's awesome. I can. If you, ask, if you ask me what I'm thinking right now, I picture both of y'all like <laughs> flying. <laughs> Like through the clouds and stuff. Like, I don't know. I was picturing John behind the mic on stage, man. Yeah. Could happen. Could happen. Man, that's awesome. And Matt, to speak to that, I actually had a conversation with a buddy last week who had been suffering with some anxiety and depression. And, you know, was talking to someone, getting some help. Well, first he had to have that conversation and be willing to allow himself to have that conversation with somebody else to kind of open up his thoughts and minds as to what was really the root cause of this. And there have been some times in his life where... He had set a high goal and expectation and didn't reach it and, and kind of publicly declared what he wanted. And he felt like, a you know, to some extent, like a failure. And I think we've all in our life have done things where we say, OK, we've failed it. We give our we we're harder on ourselves uh, than we should be, but we didn't accomplish the thing we wanted. Um, we let somebody down. We failed it to some extent. And it really just left a scar, so to speak, um, of a scar of insecurity and doubt that I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I can't do it. And that kind of becomes our, 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 our subconscious defining voice. And I think even I've struggled with that my whole life. And you just have to kind of look at those little wins and allow them to build up. So it increases your belief in yourself. And I think that that comes with practice mm -hmm. and having a, a network of people that you can talk to and friends to show, man, look at what you've done. Look at the good things you've accomplished. And let's talk about these little rewards and heck yeah, you can do that because people, with a fraction of your expertise mm -hmm. or skill have already done it, whatever that is, or people who've been in worse situations than you have, have accomplished this exact thing that you're trying to accomplish. So you're looking for examples of people who overcome. I think that's helpful. Now that, that's, that's great. And uh, you know, that goes back, I think to what we talked about setting realistic goals and having um, grand ideas, grand plans are good. Um, but it needs to be something that, you know, you need to have actionable things in order to get that direction because it feels good to make the tiny steps to go forward in the direction that you need to go, but it doesn't feel good. And, you know, you ha there's a negative psychological opponent if you do fail. So um, having those realistic things um, in mind, I think, go a long way and can hopefully avoid you from having those big pitfalls. But 
no one ever achieves everything that they try to, um, you know, go after. So I think that's something that you keep in mind. And also, you know, your, your goal may change over time. Something mm -hmm. that you think is important whenever you start working on it, it may um, morph into something else that's a more real, realistic um, thing for you to achieve. You know, CC, what I thought pointed there, your buddy, you're talking to him. A, it was great. He leaned on you to talk to you. And B, some of our scars in life or tough things or things we don't achieve are you can look at them with that good old half a glass full, give you the opportunity to set some new goals to, you know, heal that wound, heal that scar, move forward and, and find some maybe doors that open in your life for new goals, new happenings. So I thought that was pretty neat. And I was wondering, have y'all ever heard of like vision boards? I think that's a technique that a lot of people use when they're trying to accomplish a goal in mm -hmm. life or I've never personally done one, but I was and I really hadn't heard of much of one up until a few weeks ago, actually, before we had come upon the topic. Um, our our former guest, Brittany Turner, remember her? She is big into those. Um, have y'all done those or heard about those? I, you know, I did somewhat of a vision board in the past, but I didn't like proclaim it and put it on a big board. I kind of had my little notes and little pictures I took. Uh, my buddy Carl, very yeah. big vision board. And, and it's everything you want to do or dream of doing or accomplishing travel what you want out of your for a family what you know career wise business whatever that spiritual whatever it is that you're 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 seeking putting it in this sort of collage mm -hmm. of that's right of visions and dreams and it just inspires you and motivates you uh you know and you also mentioned vision board i think of some sort of like a master board like steve talked about planning you have to have if you can see it before you you know whether it's a vision board or even if it's one of your goals and you write these actionable steps and you can see this sort of grand map or picture of what you're trying to get towards it helps you kind of compartmentalize it and you can take one piece of it and hone in on that knowing that you're moving towards that goal and the vision board can help you reward yourself for you know finally reaching it and the steps you're taking to make the board itself you know yeah. it kind of further concretes in there's uh, effort that's involved to do it there's thought planning that goes into it there's visualization in your own mind so i think there's a lot of really cool techniques that can come in doing it as well and reminds you why you're doing it correct absolutely yeah, I haven't done a vision vision board per se, but I have done, you know, when I've done some goal setting where I do have daily reminders where I have notes for things that are set out, not like one big grand scheme thing kind of thing out there, but I'll have notes that I'll put by a mirror or something like that to where, you know, if it's something that I'm wanting to work towards, you know, like you said, CC, have some of the action steps that are available for to remind you on a consistent basis that, hey, this is what I want to do. Hey, this is what I need to do in order to, to get towards that goal today. Um, so I think they can be helpful because a lot of people, I feel like, will write down what they want to do and then they'll put it in a drawer and then mm -hmm. they might look at it at the end of the year and say, oh, did I do what I was planning on doing this year? Well, no, I didn't. But I honestly didn't think about it after I put it in the drawer after the first week or two. So. I think having those uh, visual reminders can be a very productive thing. Yeah, that's something that I was mm -hmm. thinking too. You know, whenever you do set a goal and you're making the small steps to try to achieve that goal, to have some type of progress chart or something you're following, you know, hey, I've made it this far, you can put it on the board. It's as if you were trying to, I don't know, lose weight. You're putting down, you know, the weight you're losing, or in my case, like try to gain weight. Like, so you're visually seeing it and you have little goals within the goals that you're checking off as you go, not just mentally. But physically, another one of the questions I got for y'all is, and Johnny Boy actually alluded to it a little bit earlier, is why do you think our goals and or resolutions change over time? 
not necessarily within the year, but throughout our lives. Like if you looked at what your goal was when you were 20 versus where you're at now in life, and they can change honestly within the year or the goal within the goal. But why do y'all think that? Some of the things that come to my mind is they obviously change with age or mm-hmm. wants and desires in life. Like one of my goals this year just randomly happens to be not ever been one to learn how to cook. Why well, is it this year? Why is it this year? You know what I mean? Like, why wasn't it five years ago? Well, I can answer that for you if you want. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, I think he's trying to boys. scoop up a lady. So he's going to be like, oh, look at me. I got all these skills. Look at that. I can cook for you too, girl. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's right. So we're just going to say that's awesome. <laughs> well, no, I think it's like experience. <laughs> Well, things like experiences of life, right? I think we also experience new things in life and that we get excited about. Like you might take a trip and have a really cool experience and say, hey, I would like to learn to do this thing, surf, you know, play an instrument, cook this really cool dish because it lets you maybe use your creative side, your artistic side. Um, My youngest daughter wanted a ukulele. For Christmas, there you go. E. And so she, you got an ukulele, and and she's sitting there strumming that thing every day, downloading music, watching a video, and and now she's playing the ukulele. And I'm thinking, you know, it's like if you want to learn to play ukulele, get the thing, watch the video, and you can do anything you want, and there's yeah. no barriers to what you can accomplish. And like, let yourself kind of have permission to do those things, and not talk yourself out of it or make you feel like you're not worthy. Yeah, that's a great example, CZ, because like what made her just one day randomly be like, I want to play this ukulele? I think she saw uh, somebody on one of her little social media things that we let her look at, that little girl that was playing it looked cool. And she's got an artistic side. She plays the flute and had played violin in the past a little bit. But there's another uh, instrument. Yeah, I just think it's so cool that like your interest can just one day a year ago she probably wasn't planning on that, and, uh, and then boom, one day you are. It's kind of like and a year ago you didn't want to cook. That's right, and I, I think mm-hmm. it's pretty neat how our goals, resolutions will change over time with kind of where we are in our lives. Yeah, I think things change um, on a to a big extent because of maturity, but it can also change through you know, inspiration. I think it's probably, you know, what happened yeah, with your daughter point. where she saw this video and, you know, something that moved her to the point that was caused the nice emotional response. And she thought to herself, Hey, I can do that. And obviously she can, if she's getting after and doing it. So I think there's a lot of different things that go into, um, you know, making goals change over time. And I love what you were saying that Greg, another thing that should be brought up here is when you are you know, working on these resolutions is you can do anything you want to do. A lot of it is just having the right mental outlook to decide you're going to do it and then sticking with it. It's kind of like the effort. It's really, we jokingly do say this a lot. It's like ourselves sitting here on the podcast. We've now done this for a year, rolled into a whole nother year. I feel like we're professionals now. (laughs) Confident John. (laughs) Definitely better than we were episode one. Absolutely. I did. I did listen to back to episode three the other day. I was like, oh, wow. Um, But it's pretty neat. Part of the thing is we've decided to stick with it. Yeah, we're we're getting a little better, more a little more comfortable on the mic, kind of figuring out what we're doing for the listeners out there. One of my goals is for John or Craig to learn how to work the equipment. Ridiculous. Oh, man. Hashtag not on my 2021 list. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you're so good at the equipment, but I mean, we, you you know, in a crunch. Well, you know, if something happened to me, I'd hope that they would keep this thing going. But it's like, how did Matt set this thing up? Looking (laughs) bleak. I've been trying for a while, but I do think that's a great point, Greg. We, none of us knew really how to do the podcast, and we're very thankful for the people, Jeanette, Ty, 
uh, over in um, Texas who have helped us a lot and answered our questions. And But we decided, hey, we were going to try to do this, and we've kind of stuck with it. I think that's a good example to you can do anything you want, even if you don't know a lot about it. Educate yourself, spend the time on it, et cetera. And I think y'all probably both or everybody listening has known someone in their life who is very passionate about something, very good at something. And you can think back to that time when they made the decision to do it, whether it was a, an artistic thing or, or a, a business thing. And you think about their journey and they only got better and better and better and stronger and stronger and stronger. Like they started and they stuck with it. You learn all the trials. You, you, you fail. Give yourself permission to fail. But you don't make that failure again. As long as you keep moving forward, you will become a professional in that thing. Like, it's inevitable. Like, it's inevitable you'll get better at something if you stick with it. So, whatever that goal is, like you said, guys, just keep on moving forward. Yeah, keep- move forward. And don't don't stay to the, once you're doing something, try not to plateau. Take it a step higher when you're going along the way. Keep on moving it along. So, Hot Dog, what are you thinking? What am I thinking? I was thinking, man, that was a great point Craig made. <laughs> And even if you stick with it, you gotta, you gotta make sure you're progressing in it because you can get. It's kind of like the the Miracle Morning stuff we were doing. I kind of, boom, I was off like a house on fire, and then I kind of just plateaued and it got to where it was. I wasn't like taking it a step further, so we're switching some things up. So I do think we can get to working on something and then kind of get repetitive doing it over and over again without advancing ourselves. I That's guess what you, I was really it thinking. goes back to having a big why. And then having a vision board of that for that thing, like what is the ultimate goal? And like you could see like the top of the mountain for that specific activity. Like, okay, that's the ultimate. Like what's it take to get there? And I think it kind of helps you get out those plateaus perhaps because you're like, okay, I'm here. Mountain's up there. Yeah. There's a series of events that have to occur before I get there. So if I can see it before me, okay, what's the first hurdle to get to the next step? And what? And let's just, let's just hammer it. What's the next hurdle to the next step? and let's just go for it. And eventually, I think you'll get there. What are you thinking, John? Man, I'm, I'm thinking about how we were going on the hikes in North Carolina, how much faster I was at climbing the mountains than you were. <laughs> when he was talking about the plateaus and going up the mountain, I was running through my head. I'm like, I'll be honest, I was. We, we should have filmed hike, that. I was like, God, that guy's crazy. <laughs> can't even enjoy getting up the dang mountain. I'm trying to take it in. John's like, <laughs> dude, there's something crazy with you, man. Flying. I, I'm thinking of y'all's pants. There's like Team Prana and Team Cool. Cool. Oh, man, I feel like a traitor. I've moved over to Cool. You moved to Cool. Shout out to Prana and Cool, some fly hiking band brands that I got John on to. You're welcome. And there's yeah. a necessity of life <laughs> at that point. Yeah, dude. They uh, those were some cool. Those are some cool pants. But I have moved to Cool a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. John opened that door a little bit. Yeah, I mean, that was something that um, when going on that first trip, you know, we were not equipped with the correct gear. Um, one we, of us was. Well, one of yeah, you were. I was wearing corduroy <laughs> pants, which got soaking wet the first first day <laughs> hike. Right the first day, dude. And my pants froze. So, like, I could literally stand my pants up and not be oh in them. Oh, my gosh. So, I had to buy a pair of these pants um, in order to continue to hike for the and next... life was changed forever. For the for next two or three days that we were up there while it was raining. And they're fantastic. <laughs> All right, guys. Let's, uh, before we shut her on down here, go into some of maybe give a few of our own goals slash resolutions for the year. Um, so, we can maybe motivate and inspire some of our homies listening to the pod. John, what you got this year, man? Well, um, 
you know, we're dealing with um, the joys, the highs, the lows of uh, raising a teenager. So um, that's been interesting. It's been an exciting year having him off and being out of school a lot with COVID, with hurricanes and all of that. To try to get him a little more focused on um, activities that we think are productive for him um, and not allowing him to do just more electronic time. So that's one of the things that I want to do better on in 2021. I'm sure he's going to be excited if he hears this. Uh, that's one of them. Yeah, that's one of them. Um, you know, I listened back to what my goal was for 2020, and it was bringing in LBJ and, you know, transitioning, having you know, the third, third man coming into the house uh, with us and uh, making that smoothly. And that was has really been a... I feel like I really achieved that one. It's, it's been a good transition. So um, I feel good about doing that one. Um, another one is, um, you know, a lot of trials, a lot of tribulations in life for 2020. I want to get my wife to fall in love with me every day all over again. Yes, yeah, so it, that baby awesome. girl can happen. It, <laughs> 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 that may not have happened every day in uh, 2020. You know, like we did have a lot of things that uh, were difficult to to navigate through. So there are some highs and lows in that aspect. So I'm going to work harder as a husband to try to get my wife to fall in love with me all over again every day. Listen to this. Listen, he's it's, opening up some. It's kinda, I can't believe it. Awesome. 2021 it's, is going to be good for John. It's, it's kind of like the uh, 51st Days. Did y'all see that movie? Oh, yes, I have. You saw it. In it. Yes. Oh, I don't know about that one, but I can't wait to see it, Steve. <laughs> if only if she could uh, forget every night what I did the day before, that would be easier probably. <laughs> Good movie, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. So, so those are some of the things that um, I was thinking about on the drive over here. How about you, CC? Man, those are awesome. And I'm kind of with Steve on my resolutions this year. Um, I think a lot of our knee-jerk resolutions in the past for me have either been physical or, you know, entrepreneurial. But for me, it's actually, you know, and I find myself what I pray for most. Um, it's just to increase my spirituality. We've referenced this past year um the consecration of saint joseph mm -hmm. and in reflecting on that and that's basically saint joseph the holy family being the father figure in the holy family of G joseph mary and jesus and growing up he was always an old man kind of standing back on the corner but when you really read about it i mean he you had to be strong and young and vibrant to do a lot of the things he did and carry that faith and that will so you know, as I watch my girls grow up, and I'm kind of on the tail end, as Matt's referred to, of <laughs> child rearing, <laughs> you know, and I'm seeing them exit, I feel like I have one last push to, to be that, that type of husband and father. And in retrospect, um, I was, you know, and Matt could also relate to this at some point, but, you know, I felt like I was most attacked when I was really in the zone. And so I'm ready for that challenge. So I'm really trying to just, you know, ramp up my fatherly spirituality to be the best example I can as my kids come around and, you know, referencing Steve, you know, want to be the best husband I can be and just how to have that peace. Cause I feel like a lot of times that's where I spend most of my life, right. In the family network, with my wife and my children. So if I can do that, right. And it's, that's a journey for everybody. It's, <laughs> it ebbs and flows. We have good times and bad. Um, but it's just being on the journey and trying to improve that. That's really what my goal is this year. It's pretty awesome, buddy. And you're already a pretty amazing dad, husband. I'm 
I've had a front row seat to it over there, so I can, if you're ramping it up a notch, you can only imagine. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Over there. And I got to say thanks to CC for sharing that book with us. Um, you got one too, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you gave me that one? Where did I get Which it? Which one are you talking about? St. Joseph. St. Joseph. Oh, yeah. I read it first. Yeah. Really good book. A lot of, right, lot of good that's information. That's when I was there. having my good times, man. Yeah. My I'm attacks. A, I, yeah, yeah. And it's going to be attacked. Right. I'm about to make another pass through that that book. All um, right. CC. And just try to, you know. It's that's a good book, man. Well, my goals are a little bit different, obviously. But I think my first is, which is kind of weird, because Craig was talking about the spirituality component, is my prayer life. I'm going to try to, I talk to God, I always say this to people, I talk to God like he's my friend. I tend to pray for a lot of people and don't really necessarily sometimes pray for myself or ask for stuff. It's a struggle for me personally. Like when I'm like, dear Lord, please help me to find somebody. Or, you know, I hope something, whatever, happens at work. And then even saying that, like talking right now, I don't ask for a lot. I ask, I do ask, but like prayers for other people. I normally have a prayer list I roll through a couple times a day, but I don't really sit there and talk about like my own wants, needs, desires. I think about them all the time, but I don't necessarily talk to God. So I'm trying to make that a habit. I mean, to where I actually started this a few days ago, where I start a timer on my phone and literally just talk to God about the things that I got going on or that I I need some help with. Because it's hard for me. Like, I'm literally, I had to start with going for one minute. I was like, that was a stretch for me in and of itself to do. So that is one of my things, along with cooking. Um, I would like to push forward to the book aspect. I want to write a book here, talking about it, made some notes, try to make a step forward, not necessarily write the book this year. And then the biggest goal of all, a podcast website, <laughs> <laughs> which is a little bit out of all our heads, but we are trying to get that going. We've been talking about it for months. We're hoping our buddy Green Paul can get us to the finish line with this, at least get it out there for y'all so you can learn a little bit more about us and we can maybe put some of the information that we've been sharing, some of the books we've been reading. We have some pretty cool concepts in mind, Craig and I have been working on a pretty good bit we would like to try to get out that out there to everybody so i put that down for myself but kind of for all of, you, all of us really i think that'd be pretty neat yeah that would be great and uh i don't know i just kind of sensed it that's why you know last week or the week before we started praying for hot dogs future sprouts so Man, and I, I should have done that again today and i can tell I'll you pick it up next matt week. no doubt puts everybody first his heart is where you know he's there for his family and his friends and and being there so yeah man i'm gonna be praying for you too man for your wishes and your wants and your needs which i I do but i'm gonna make an extra effort because that's that's important it's important to 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 focus on yourself too that's huge man because you gotta it's weird for me to do that i mean honest it's odd for me to talk about myself just in general with people sometimes like i'll joke etc but like a good things that'll happen i, I don't know kind of keep it to the best i'm a vested person in a lot of ways um but yeah even talking to god i struggle with that sometimes yeah that goes back to one of our uh more recent podcasts on self-care so i it think does. that's some self-care you need to be implementing buddy yeah and I, I, I i agree i can definitely pop that in with my candlelight now i got my fire pit <laughs> right into the self-care <laughs> Surrounded by fire. Huh? Tell you what, listeners, guy. you can follow along at our success in vision boarding and planning the website. So what we're going to do is we're going to break it down into little bitty pieces. 
and we're gonna <laughs> take. Tiny. But we're not gonna look at the big picture. We'll take our baby steps, and I bet you see it happen. And let's and we'll relate back how effective it is or isn't. But I think it's gonna be work if we take the steps. I think that's a great idea, CC. We'll, like we'll be it, we'll be yeah. an experiment. Yeah, we'll try yeah. to be people because like you, I still got a lot of my personal things I want to accomplish this year. While spirituality is top, there's a lot of these little things that I want to. Yeah. Let's 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 put what we what we just discussed to practice and see what happens. I agree, CC. That's awesome. So, the hot dog man of Lake Charles, do you have anything that made you hit the gas or pump the brakes, titty tap brakes? I don't know what you're doing today. Hit the brakes, dude. Don't brake first out of here. Also working Come on. on taking over the, you know, more endearing to my hot dog nickname too. Um, <laughs> and it's that too is, late. I want to give thanks to my good buddy CC. Oh. On Christmas Eve. CC and April invited me to come over. We do a McGlathery little get together, which we did. And normally, because my sisters all have younger kids, it winds down pretty early. And Craig and April invited me over for a little New Year, I mean, Christmas Eve get together they were having. And I rolled over and I got to meet Craig's parents, Craig's sister. Got to see his brother in law. It was this freaking funny time. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Jorge and his uncle and the kids. And it really touched my heart a lot, man. Um, to know that it was truly, it was the Mortons and Matthew was there. <laughs> I was like, wow. Um, but it really did. I, I'm a big believer in life that actions, words, I mean, words speak, but actions really hit home a lot. And it touched me uh, more than they probably don't know because this time of year, it's not like it's terrible or anything, but it's not super great when I don't have, you know, I'd love to have a spouse, kids, etc. And it really was. I was talking to Andy Man and Lady J the next day, and I was like, that was like the best Christmas Eve I've had in like six years. <laughs> That's awesome. So I much appreciate it. It really made me pause and made me feel a lot of uh, thankfulness in my heart for sure. Nice to see the inside of that CC life, huh? Ooh. It's a great life. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I mean, you're my family. We're all family. We're all on this journey together. And I mean, if we can't, I mean, if you want to truly live this life, just spend it with those that you love and that love you and, and that's where all the happiness comes from regardless of what you have or don't have that's really what it comes down to and just the experience and making the mems as a hot dog says that's right brother so <laughs> thank you for saying yes and coming over we had a great time i might i think i even made a marita <laughs> oh yeah maybe definitely maybe that read <laughs> it's a great time well all right guys we appreciate everybody tuning in we hope 2021 is uh full of greatness for all know that we're praying for you thinking about you and life is short you know the old snap of the finger one second gone one second closer to eternity so as a little motivation remember that they all count and know that you're prayed for and thought of and until next time we'll catch y'all later Aye. hey y'all if you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down subscribe and never miss an episode Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with